0: And when you hear that song, you know for sure that it's time for Strong and Sassy. Let me start off by saying a Happy New Year to you. I hope you've been good. We've missed you. We've been off air for a few weeks, um, but super, super excited to be back. Good evening and welcome. This is Strong and Sassy here on your superstation, Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Enimwa Enimado and we're on until 8 o'clock. And yes, we're back for the rest of the year. We have some really exciting conversations and um, series that we will be doing throughout the year. So put it in your calendar so that you don't miss us. We're on on Wednesdays at seven. We're live and interactive on Facebook, um, so you can always catch up if you miss a show. And um, we're here to make your lives more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully Um tonight I'm I'm joined by Ariel Ariel is um, a wellness coach and we wanted to start of the year talking about your health and wellness um, before we can do anything else talk about love or relationships or exciting things um, you have to be alive to be able to do all of those things um, so we thought we start off this year with health and wellness so, Ariel, um, well, first of all, good evening. Good evening. And you're well. welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: But um, it's interesting how at the beginning of the year, we have these great health and wellness resolutions. So yeah. I decided at the beginning of this year that I'm going to start lifting weights. Haven't found my way to, <laughs> <laughs> to lift 2.5 yet. To so even lift a teacup. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm hopeful because January is not over at all. Um, but I find that so many people, you know, there was a survey I think two years ago um, that that said that at the beginning of of the year, the gym memberships it's high go up. Mm-hmm. You know, people have so many resolutions yeah. and stuff. Um, what What do you think about that? The
1: thing is, I mean, it's 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 okay to have this uh, inspiration coming up for us at the beginning of a new year. I mean, it's it's a wake-up call that another 365 years has ended and a new year is starting. So it's okay to have all that um, feeling of I'm going to become my best self, I'm going to improve this and that, <laughs> I'm going to stop this and all that. It's good to have that. But what it is, is there's a bigger decision that needs to be made Before you even start. And I think the reason why people start and then they can't commit to it is that that big decision has actually not been made. What is the
0: big decision again? That
1: big decision, it's that conscious decision to live a successful existence. And that is the whole thing about wellness. It's a decision you have to make first that I'm going to live a particular way that brings me into a successful existence. Mm. An existence that is quality of life, that makes me healthy, that I thrive in almost all the areas of my life. And that decision comes with so many things. It comes with taking full responsibility. It comes with understanding yourself, whether people understand you or not. That is giving yourself permission to actually do things the way you know you want to do them. Mm. It comes with self-acceptance from where you are, whether you can, you are um, still not achieved what you want yet by fully accepting yourself and patting yourself on the back and saying yes this is me i love where i am and i'm going to move forward from here and then it comes with that place of um taking that spiritual stance knowing that you are still worthy and capable and accepted and loved to move forward to where you want to get to. Yeah. So there's a lot of mental work that has to be done before you even jump to go to the to the gym. And I think sometimes that full place of intentional decision is not done, and then we take the physical action, and sometimes uh, uh, the inspiration or the motivation we start with doesn't sustain us going forward. So, yeah, that, that is That's, what I uh, think. So yeah. you know
0: how... Um with, with health, for example, sometimes it's difficult to pay attention to your health as long as you are not unwell. True. Sometimes it's difficult to commit to losing weight or going to the gym when you don't have any physical problems that you can see. Yeah. So how do you, you know in the midst of everything that we're dealing with as adults. Yeah. You know, financial issues, economic issues, social issues. How do you, you know, kind of, of focus on something that is, is seemingly not a problem? Um, And, and you know, we Ghanaians we're very good at telling ourselves it is well. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So it's like,
0: you know, if it's not a problem, why, then should let, I? why should I do anything about it? Before then, when I start doing something about it now, it will... Reveal problems that exist, but don't cause problems.
1: So wellness is actually a choice. And when we say wellness is a choice, we are saying that every choice you are making today is leading you towards a healthy existence or unhealthy existence. So if you look at it from that perspective, what you are choosing now is either going to make you healthy tomorrow or unhealthy tomorrow. So it doesn't matter whether you are unwell now, what you are choosing now is what impacts the tomorrow that you, you want. So every choice you are making is either taking you to high-level wellness or to premature disease or um, death, if I should say. So when you are choosing whether you are well now and you decide that, oh, I'm not, I'm not sick now, so it's okay not to exercise. Once you are not exercising, your body doesn't know that you are well now, that's why you're not doing it. It's still going to invoice you for the lack of what you haven't given it. And so sometime along the line, you'll be given that invoice and you have to pay back. So wellness is being proactive and preventive. Health is being diagnosed and treated for something that has happened. Okay. But wellness is, don't settle till it happens before the doctor tells you you have to do this and that. Do the, be active and pursuing Choices that prevent you from getting unwell mm. or getting to a, a point of being at uh, dis Which means you are not at ease in your body. And it can be physically, it can be mentally, it can be emotionally, it can be socially, it can be spiritually. All the other dimensions of your life, you can be at uh, dis-ease at this area. So every choice you make now impacts the next one. That is why you don't have to wait till the problem comes before you consciously, I mean, take steps to do it. Because at the time that the problem or the disease have come, it's more expensive to treat it or to deal with it than when now that you have the energy to go for a walk for Mm. 30 minutes, why not do it? At the time you've been diagnosed with a stroke, a scare of a stroke, it's even difficult to walk 15 minutes. Yeah you know so it's about consciously choosing that i'm pursuing to be healthy and so Mm. every choice i make today it's in order that it's leading me towards that good life that i want to live it's it's, 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 it's like that
0: okay i mean that that makes a lot of sense um the difference between health so being diagnosed and treated and then wellness being proactive proactive and preventative preventative. so i mean that's a very clear line so in terms of wellness what are the major aspects that... So let's say I was sitting down to make a plan for the year. What are the major aspects or what are the groups that I need to, to you know, put down? And then we can take each group at a time and then see the action plans for for them. Okay.
1: So there are eight dimensions that constitute the whole of our lives. Every area of our lives have uh, these eight dimensions. And these eight dimensions are intertwined. And they are all competing for your attention. Okay, They don't know whether you are focusing on nutrition now and so you forgot emotion. So all these areas need some balancing. Okay, So wellness is all about moderation and balancing the wheel of your life so that you are in you are not tipping to one side and losing uh, balance so physical well-being physical well-being social social
0: well-being emotional emotional uh,
1: <laughs> intellectual <laughs> intellectual occupational Okay, financial, financial, financial environmental,
0: environmental and,
1: spiritual. and spiritual. These eight dimensions okay. are intertwined, okay. and yeah. the neglect of one affects all. Okay, and sometimes the balancing of one also affects some other areas for you to thrive as much as possible. Okay, but there are some areas that, like physical and nutrition, if you leave them out and just enhance yourself only on uh, maybe intellectual, you will still be invoiced somewhere along yeah. the line so if you you want to assess yourself on these eight dimensions you can take a paper just draw a circle do this eight dimension ask yourself on a scale of one to ten how satisfied i am on these areas of my life i
0: think we focus on <clears throat> some more than some yes that's a that's lot that's of the times thing. because we're in survival mode we're exactly. just trying to make it through the yeah. day yeah because I'm listening to you and I'm trying to remember the last time that I actively sought out knowledge. Yeah. I mean I Google things a lot of times during um the day, but those are like, you know, just something comes up or you know, your child asks you a question and yeah. then you're Googling. Yeah. But actually seeking out knowledge. Yeah. And I'm asking myself, okay, why is that so? But but it's because I'm so distracted with with other, other things. Areas. Yeah. So I think that I think most of us on top of uh, our priority list is definitely the financial, the financial
1: and occupational, and
0: occupational because those beasy, are links. <laughs> I mean, those are yeah. links because even the <laughs> occupational. Um, sometimes you're you're just concerned with the fact that my salary is going to come in, and you're not even as concerned with. Placing more value on yourself to yeah. increase your, your your
1: your your personal development, exactly. which is go to the intellectual
0: side, which then feeds yeah. into the electoral yeah. intellectual. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then obviously social. Yeah, I think we're also very relationship focused. Um, so. But even that one, you know, are we focused on our relationships in terms of making them better or learning how to love better? Better, Or are we just, you know, dreaming up the next drama? And social is
1: not only just about relationship. It's about family and friends, including your significant other. And so you don't only thrive on one relationship with one person. You thrive on having family, supportive family network, supportive friends as well. And then the things you engage in as your social fun and recreation. You can't just work throughout the year and focus on making money when you don't have, um, you don't go after that desire of a passion or a hobby. You know, denying yourself that actually comes back to make you feel unfulfilled in some areas of your life. And so, socially, we may think about our relationship with maybe a significant other, but all the other things that makes you feel belonging. It's also part of your social well-being, which is crucial to total wellness. If socially, yeah, to,
0: to 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 put what you are saying into the everyday, yeah. So, so break it down for me sure. into just the everydays. I mean, you're talking about belonging, you know, and social. Like most of the time, we are too tired yeah, to to socialize. Or, so you know, let to, let me
1: let me make it this. Let me bring it to your your you your husband your wife uh, and children home so sometimes we are so busy going after the financial and occupational well-being so much so that our relationship with our children or our spouses is even not well mm. because we don't have time so socially, we are not thriving when it comes to our uh, friends and family. Okay. We don't have time to interact with friends. Now, social media has even made it worse. We think once I've sent hi to my friend, it's, it's an interaction. So we don't even connect physically to meet people until sometimes a, a funeral or something happens before yeah. we get to see. So those are some of the everyday life. If you're only focused on climbing the occupational ladder, You may climb the ladder, get all the success, but you realize you don't have a strong supportive family network to even enjoy your success with. Mm. And so while you are achieving that, there's a need to know that I'm doing this because of these people. And if it's because of them, then the relationship also needs to be balanced. I don't get there before I now look back and say, okay, I'm there now you people come. That bonding has not been built. Mm. So money doesn't solve everything. And so, if, um, <laughs> you want to say it solves everything? Wrong. I don't know about that. Money solves a lot of it things. Does. Yeah. It does. It does solve a lot of things. But what we are looking at as in balancing—if you only balance that and you invoice yourself—I mean, sometimes when I use the word invoice, I love, some of I my love colleagues it. laugh I love at the me. Phrase. But that is what makes people to get it. I mean, if you only get the money. And you invoice yourself on all the other dimensions, you end up spending all the money to solve all this problem. You may get that car and not be healthy enjoying that car. So as much as that is very, very important, the other areas too can't be neglected or um I mean not balanced. So that when the 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 final thing you want comes, you should be able to be there fully to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. That's why recently I was thinking when someone says I'm not well, do they mean I'm sick or I'm not well? Because Wellness is not just the absence of disease, the fact that you don't have malaria doesn't mean you're well, you know, and so having that car and not fully well in the car doesn't make the car enjoyable anymore, you know, so we need to look at life a bit more holistically than just, uh, as you said, we focus on one thing. And we want this. And so that's all we focus on. The other areas also are equally important. If you are not emotionally well, you can be a good leader. You can be a good team player. You can be a good anything. Anything, yes. So once you are not debriefing your emotional problems well, once you are not uh, finding ways to distress yourself from things that are toxic in your emotions, you go to work and you 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 are, you are always irritated at your colleagues, which is not healthy. You can't even focus it affects you productive wise you can't be productive it leads to i mean some headache along the way with all the stress will lead to now affecting you physically and on and on and on so one problem can almost affect all the other dimensions of uh, your well-being let's talk
0: about emotional wellness um for a second what what does that mean emotional
1: wellness okay so when we talk about emotional wellness we are looking at uh, how you are debriefing your stresses your emotions what triggers you and how you are able to minimize your uh, triggers i mean the things that get you into the toxic emotions when they happen what do you do what practices do you do to make sure that you are bringing yourself out of what happened and maybe like i said it could be a relationship issue but once it happens it's your responsibility to find ways practices to balance yourself again so uh, is it that you are feeling guilty about something or you've been uh, hurt and you are sad what will you do to minimize that impact on your mind and your 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 body so what do you do somebody will say if i listen to a good music i would feel better if i go to to swim or i go for a walk somebody will say if i meditate or if i pray i feel better so you need to have practices of finding ways to distract or let's say a positive outlet so sometimes you may have an outlet, but also they are not also positive.
0: I get that. And yeah.
1: if your outlet, emotional outlets, are not positive, then it's also leading to affect your uh, social well-being because then you are always having toxic um uh what do I call it um interactions with people because emotionally you are always at a very bad place. So how do you consciously find uh ways to to h- give yourself emotional freedom let me use the word emotional freedom and these are things that it's your responsibility to know what works for you. Yeah it's like I I threw a stone and it, it hit you and you get a, a cut. I'm not the one to heal the cats for you anymore, though I threw the the stone. So somebody may hurt you. Somebody may do something that triggers you. It's your responsibility to find why did this trigger me? What can I do to to care for myself with these things that I am feeling? It is your feeling. It is you that is going through it. So what do you do? So when we talk about emotional well-being, we are looking at some of these things.
0: I want to ask you something. We use the word trigger a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you're a wellness professional, so it's understandable. But, I mean, on social media or you hear, you know, people, I'm triggered. I'm so <laughs> triggered. I'm so triggered. Oh, my God. <laughs> it totally triggers me. I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, but the question is, what what are what, triggers? What, what does it mean to, when something triggers, triggers you or somebody you. says, oh, I have, these are my triggers? For some reason, I don't like, personally, I don't like that. Um, the word, because I feel like it is an acceptance. I know that acceptance is a major part of, you know, identifying something and fixing it. But okay. it has almost become like a thing that we have accepted as a part that of I ourselves. Have it, so like,
1: be careful, don't rock my boat. Okay, so let's say trigger is your weakness. So if something triggers you, it means it hits a wound that you have. That's why I hmm. said the feeling you're having, it's you. Sometimes Okay, 90- so
0: pause there. So a trigger is something that hits a wound, a wound that is already, already existing there in
1: your system.
0: Okay, because I I need I really need people to use yes. it. without No,
1: there, it's not being used well, but yeah. we, we flow with it. Okay.
0: <laughs> so a trigger is something that hits a wound, a wound that, that already, already exists. Already there exists. Okay.
1: Yeah. Already exists, and so it, it, it hits a shame that is already there. It hits a, a, a fear that is already there. A guilt. And
0: sometimes what is already there is subconscious and hasn't it hasn't been identified. A, a, it hasn't
1: been identified. And so that is why becoming self-aware and conscious is helpful in the wellness uh, journey. So you can know, why did this trigger me? Mm. What is there? Why did anyone not greeting me make me so, 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 so
0: like Absol- this? I, you know? I do this to myself. When I get upset about things, I ask myself... The question, like, what exactly is your problem? Yeah. What exactly is is it that's worrying you? Mm -hmm. It's one of the most difficult questions. You can answer to yourself. It's true. Because it really means a certain level of honesty that sometimes we don't don't want want to. to.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you are saying it and not me. One of the process in our wellness journey is being very honest with ourselves. And if you don't get to that place of being honest with yourself, you will hide behind the blame and bad behavior yes blame thing and you will never face your own self but the journey to this transformation is first facing your own self before you'll be able to understand why all this is happening and so trigger is something that is already there a wound you have covered up for how long, and so something happens, and it hits it, and you're like, mm. okay, I don't like this, you did this, and it made me feel like this. You felt it.
0: Yeah, but so the question then is, so why did you feel like that? Like that, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: And so you have to find why it makes you feel like that, and there are several, several things, and everybody's own is it's different. different yeah. It's different, yeah. It's different, yeah.
0: All right, so I mean, now that we've sorted out the trigger... <laughs> The trigger issue. Um, I mean, we can move on to other aspects of emotional wellness. Another phrase that gets thrown around a lot is trauma. Yeah. Um, again, my trauma, my trauma, my... Do you want to talk to us about, about trauma?
1: Okay. Trauma. We have um, a few different types of trauma. I mean, we have past trauma. We have current trauma. We have... Um, things that uh, happen immediately that you can call I was traumatized by this incident and all that. But when people are talking about my trauma, they are talking about past things that might have happened, especially during childhood that sometimes we are unaware of and we haven't dealt with. So traumas are mostly emotional, uh, toxic over the years or from childhood. I mean, I can do assessments with people and I can find that being abandoned as a child has traumatized them to the extent that they are always trying to fix not being abandoned again. Mm -hmm. And so trauma can be something that you were dealt with in the past, not because you were not... um, was intentional but it was just a process you might have gone through which wasn't loving enough didn't make you feel safe enough you didn't feel supported enough and so you pick some some wrong understanding of that process Mm. and so you have had a trauma about it now when you grow up you are trying to avoid that thing not happening again and so that fear is there and in avoiding that fear you actually always I mean, go back to that trauma. Anything happens and you're trying to look at it through what happened when you were a child. And like I was saying, if you were brought up in a home that as a child you were made to become uh, an adult, I mean, that's one of the areas I've seen people who became adults when they were young. So they grow up and they are fixing everybody. They are trying to hold everything together and then they are tired but they still can't stop. Yeah. You know, so when we talk about trauma, it's it's a whole broad conversation, but it's also become a uh, social Another media word, word trauma. and it's used out there. But there are different it could be something that happened just uh, through maybe you were driving and something happened and you say oh wow the way the car hits the other car am so trauma yeah. you know so it's it's a word you can use in everyday language but it also is a psychological uh, word out there but
0: you yeah. know the thing that scares me the most about being a parent is traumatizing my children
1: exactly because a
0: lot of times when you hear people talk about trauma it's things that happen in the child. child exactly yeah. and and you hear some and sometimes I think that mothers have a really hard task because the emotional well-being of your children is basically on your shoulders. And so sometimes you're tired and maybe, you know, you're in your room and you've locked the door and the children are trying to come in and you just need some quiet time. And then they start interpreting it wrongly. and And then 15 years later, you know, they have these... Issue, rejection issues yeah, yeah. because mommy's door was always closed, closed and you're like it had nothing to do, to do with, with you. you you know so it's <laughs> I, i'm saying this to say that sometimes before we um process things into trauma as adults or when you think that there are some things that you have trauma about really sit down and and and, and think it through through the eyes of an adult yeah. and i i think that for me growing up there are lot of things i forgive i've forgiven my mom for um, not because she's apologized or because she's even said I- i'm i'm yeah, sorry but, yeah. but because as a mom now i understand that was what she knew it's it's not even that but i understand the pure and the sheer tiredness Tiredness, you know and and realizing that it had nothing to do with me with you yeah yeah so sometimes like i
1: said it's it's, some of the things are not intentional they don't
0: mean to do that to you yeah
1: but it has happened and so the whole thing is about trying to find all these traumas and healing yourself yeah Parenting yourself again, and, and just yeah, and you can say it's simply unlearning, yeah, relearning, and keep learning. You know, so some of the things you have learned from your childhood that you have psychologically believed and yeah. become your your mindset. How do you now unlearn them? Yeah,
0: or just think through them yeah. and change the perspective. I love the. This is also a, a term that is also quite. Um, Modern this parenting yourself, yeah, parent yourself, you know, thing. Again. Because sometimes you act out, um, and you can tell that it's it's the little child in you. screaming in pain. And it's nice when you have the adult perspective, and you can kind of talk to yourself yeah. and say, "You see, that's that's the thing about having conversations about emotional aw- awareness. awareness. That it's so." It's so deep and, and it takes so much work. Yeah, it, that it does. It's, it's work. It's so easy to say. I mean, as,
1: as a coach, anymore, I've had fair sessions with people and as soon as they realize the kind of work they have to do, mm. they do not come back for the second yeah. session because yeah, yeah. getting that freedom you want it's, and living that quality of life takes some work you know it takes some undoing of yourself
0: a lot of tears yeah a lot and and almost
1: yeah and if you're not ready to go through that that's why i said wellness is a decision you have to make Mm. that i'm going to go through this and get that freedom and get that quality of life that i want and it has nothing to do with anybody else it's it's a self-determined yeah approach to your lifestyle and once you make that decision you have to you you have to close your eyes. You you have to. It's 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 like a turbulence. You won't be it smooth, is. you know. But if you make the decision and you know where you are going, then you know that I, uh, this quality of life is what I want.
0: And it's interesting because when you you do the work, you may actually come out on the other side a very different person.
1: Comple- 360 completely. completely yeah yeah 360 <laughs> completely, completely 360 different. 360 you'll be a different person So, for people example, will not recognize who you are for it's example true.
0: and and this is this is just my thing on i mean a few years ago i i people always see me and it seems like i'm a, i'm a very outspoken you know person you know kind of all over the place and then you know i spent some time kind of just dealing with a lot of things you know that had happened in my life and i find out that I'm actually a very calm, quiet person. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be seen. I don't need to be heard. I don't need to be validated. I don't need... You know, I'm, I'm happy to It'll be you. And so I find recently that a lot of people who knew me from back then, I was like, oh, you're so calm. Oh, you're very quiet. There's something wrong. And I'm like, actually, I'm not... My insides are not buzzing with needs all the time. So I don't need that much attention. I don't need that. But I'm just saying this to say that and to encourage um, our listeners that one of the best things you can do for yourself is to to do the work.
1: Do the work. It's true.
0: Is to do the work, yeah. especially if you've gone through big things like a divorce or um, you've lost a parent or, or you've lost a issues. child or health yeah. issues. It's important that after the physical is healed, that you do that the. Inner you do work. the
1: the inner work yeah it's that you do that we're very advocates important. for inner work this evening yeah yeah <laughs> yes this evening we're advocating for inner work and it's so important for all the other things i mean once the inner world is it's balanced and calm the outer world is 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 much easier to handle because yeah. we live from inside out Out, yeah we do it's not from outside in and so when you get the inner health well Then the outer health and the outer things too, you get a better perspective on them, and then
0: you're more equipped to handle to handle them. So um, we're gonna open the phone line soon, but our text lines are opened. It's zero five five one 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 nine nine seven, zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. We'll be opening the phone line soon. Let me take a few of our messages and then see if, if there's anything we need to respond to. Um, taxpayer says this shade is to who it may concern. Holiday, no be pension. Welcome back. Wow. <laughs> I've been trying to be disciplined with what I consume. <laughs> Fruits or vegetables as breakfast, something heavy for lunch, and vegetables for supper again. But it makes beans. It has beans. T- not easy to keep up at all. Most importantly, the prices of fruits and veg- vegetables is a killer. Like today, I was determined to have a banana as lunch. But sipping wine and chewing chicken kept knocking. <laughs> the devil is a liar. <laughs> wow. I like this guy. <laughs> I know, right? I, Benito Bada from Nungwa says, um, Happy New Year to us. Happy New Year to you too. Great conversation. Um, as... As for coming to complicate our lives, your uncle's yes. Now I'm listening and asking myself a lot of questions, which I'm not able to answer anyway. But hopefully, I will try and find the balance as time goes on. Well, self-awareness is fundamentally the Mm -hmm. the first step um, to kind of fixing anything. Edmond says, my question to your guest speaker is, does one's personality and temperament have influence on the level of concentration or attention that he or she gives to the eight areas that your guest speaker identified in her presentation? So, Ariel, that's a question for mm. you. How much does temperament and personality Play a role in in, in how balanced, because some of the personalities are naturally unbalanced. Unbalanced, yeah. <laughs> some are. So, how much of a role do they play? In? It
1: it does play a role. You know, we are all different people and all unique people. And wh- whoever you are, wherever you are, you have your own. Um, let me not use the word. You have your own temperaments. That are, let me use the word it's temperament or your personality. You can be a sanguine, you can be a melancholic, you can be all that. And once you know your temperaments, what you should ask yourself is, how well am I feeling in my life?
0: Let me ask you a question about temperaments. Do they change?
1: You, yeah, they do. They do. As you, you, as you are looking at your experiences and becoming more aware, you can transition from one temperament to the other.
0: Mm. You can okay. Because I hope once those you have of you awareness, texting me, those of you texting me to say I'm not calm. I hope people are listening, because <laughs> people can change. Yeah,
1: you can. Uh-huh. You can. You can. You can move from one temperament to the other with more self-awareness. Mm. You can now see, okay, if I act this way, I am. I. I get this kind of experiences, and so I consciously choose to do things this way way, yeah Yeah, so you can you can gradually shift and move to another uh temperament uh, temperament. yeah so if if you you see a particular temperament is affecting your balance it it has to be you who can tell how you are are feeling Mm -hmm. or how your life is moving for you are you feeling well thriving or you're always surviving and struggling Charlie, I'm surviving. Do you feel like, yeah, I'm on top of the my game. I'm feeling life, you know. That is where we want you to be. So if you find yourself not feeling like that, you need to look at yourself. And whatever temperament it is, it you can always adjust yourself if it's um like somebody say i'm trying to eat more vegetables and fruits is it from health wise is it social wise is it that you don't have friends you feel lonely because of your kind of temperament then what can you do to move in a little balance you know some people's temperament is they don't like to come out to socialize so if you realize that is affecting you and by isolating yourself you are becoming you are feeling lonely loneliness is not the absence of people it's a state of being you just feel lonely though there are people around you so if you find yourself like that then what steps can you take to balance yourself a bit more so you can be more interactive with people so it's it's all about becoming aware Okay. of where you are and what you want. Let
0: yeah. me ask you something. One of our um our texters said that they they had decided that they're going to eat a lot more fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So from what um he was saying, he's kind of going straight into fruits and vegetables as breakfast, a heavy meal in the afternoon, and then fruits and vegetables for supper again. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that atons you like nanado atons you. <laughs> my question is this sometimes are the goals that we set for ourselves not sustainable because if i don't know um taxpayer i don't know what his previous diet was like but if you are the kind of person who starts your day off with purple and blue fruits in traffic then you get to work and you eat indomi. then in the afternoon you go and eat fufu with meat pie for mm-hmm. dessert and then four o'clock five o'clock the kosya seller has come so you do bread and egg then you go home and you eat jollof around nine and then you drink milo at midnight before you see <laughs> anyone anyway, that's a powerful i don't know powerful how, how you go from that to fruits and vegetables as breakfast have something heavy for lunch and then vegetables for supper.
1: You know the thing is what is your why? If you set a goal, what is the why? The why should be very clear for you. Mm. So if the why is not clear, it's 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 easy to give up on your goal.
0: So it doesn't matter sustainability is not as important as the why. No. The okay. why
1: is more powerful than sustainability. Okay. To sustain it is to start small and okay. build on it. Okay. If you start big, you may not be able to sustain it. If you like you, the, the scenario you gave. If you are someone who eats like this and then you are cutting yourself all the way down to this, you may not be able to. So you need to start small. Every habit, if you want to change a habit, you need to start small. You can't start. In that, I mean, big margin and be mm. able to to keep it. You may get discouraged along the way, yeah. and it will have to take about twenty one days to be able to make form some, a habit. For, to form mm. a habit. <clears throat> Sorry, it's okay to form a habit. So if you start big, and the change is so much, you can you can lose the 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 whole thing along the way if your discipline is not very strong. With scientifically, you can't do it like that. You need to start small be committed to it and prioritize and be consistent
0: okay so let me ask you a question you see the problem with starting small is that a lot of us are motivated by improvements by the the by seeing improvement okay when you start small the the improvement is small mm-hmm. and when the improvement is small then it's not motivation enough to continue because is small.
1: So that's why the why, the purpose of why you are doing it should be the motivation. Because if there is if the, the result is what will motivate you, some of the results will not come very easily or quickly, mm. you know. So if you are looking at results to continue, you may lose it. But the why, why did you want to do this? If the why is strong, you will be committed to it. Mm-hmm. And if you are committed and consistent, you will see results. You know. So commitment is very powerful too. Be committed. No matter how small it is, if you are committed and you are consistent, you see results.
0: How do you learn commitment? Because we we talk about it a lot. Be committed, be committed, be committed. Me, I can convince myself of anything at any time. So I could be very committed to something in the morning. By the afternoon, I've made a very good argument to myself (laughs) why this
1: this commitment (laughs) yourself. (laughs)
0: commitmentalize that <laughs> the commitments i made in the morning i don't know if it's because i was never taught to be committed to something or if it's a skill that i don't possess but sometimes commitment seems abstract
1: commitment is 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 part of discipline and i'll say commitment is being committed to yourself you know Sometimes the reason why... So, for
0: example, weights. let me ask you a question. So, let's say in the morning, you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I really want to lose weight, for example. And at the back of your mind, I'm committed to myself, my happiness, my well-being. So, in the morning, you have like a salad and all of that. By the afternoon, you are hungry. You see, your commitment goals have changed. <laughs> I didn't know
1: why am. I'm a master. <laughs>
0: Because now, the commitment is to survive the day. And it is for food that will take That's you through it. the day.
1: You see, this
0: whole thing
1: is not a one-day thing. It's a lot of mental work.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: It's a lot of mental work. And you need to motive, find inspiration, inner inspiration. People can motivate you, but they can't be consistent in motivating you. Mm. Motivation is like being pull to do something. Inner inspiration is being inspired by yourself to do something. They are two different things. Taking inspired action and taking motivated action are two different things. So this whole thing, like you're saying, in the morning you got up, you are all spiked up on 1st of January to start this thing. You started and then by 3rd of January it's like this fufu and light soup is, is still on you. It's not easy. With me
0: uh, uh, You
1: know, it's not easy, but you you want to arrive somewhere. You are seeing a vision of an enemies you want to see. Yeah, but life That's is. That's I'm saying so that what's if commitment is about days? you. Are you committed to yourself? You being committed to yourself is the whole thing. Mm. Committed to that anymore you want to see. And as much as life is short, you know that that is the one that wants to enjoy this life that you want. So how much more can you hold off that fufu and light soup and, and just take more of what you know will help you to be inching, Towards that, a what you want to see in the next few months,
0: and this is not just about food, I mean, it's also about financial planning, for example,
1: almost about everything. Yeah,
0: I mean, so another big area really is financial, financial, um, our financial well being and financial discipline, um, you know, and setting realistic goals in terms of, of money. I was listening to um, Pastor Mensah Otabel last week, Sunday, and he said that. It's, it's very rare that in the process of your life, something big will happen and you suddenly become a millionaire. Most likely, you know is little by little. Yeah. you yeah. put it together, yeah. good yeah. management, and yeah. then you know you get there. you get to a place of of some sort of financial stability, which is relative mm-hmm. again. because mm-hmm. some people are financially stable on five hundred CDs. Some, so people some people are, people are financially stable in on Indiana exactly. Yeah. you know what I mean. So how do you position yourself to to create an atmosphere of financial wellness? Okay um when you are at full capacity of your earning of your earning potential okay
1: so when we talk about financial well-being we are looking at how you are balancing what you have what you have right now how are you balancing it what how are you budgeting are you always in red or are you able to balance yourself on what you have to feel more stable in your financial well-being because if you are not balancing and budgeting what you have so that you can go with it till another one is coming then you are always stressed out and that affects the other areas of your life so learning um i mean how to to plan your your spending is something we are not taught Hmm. We were not thought to plan our even grocery shopping. Yeah. We just go and we are taking, taking, taking. We just see this. We want to do you know, we, we're not thought to plan out how we spend. So to improve on your financial well-being is to learn how to plan. Now I I coach people and I tell them, if you can plan that in four months, I'm going to go out with my family and do this, 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 that. So I save from now till that four months. It lifts some stress off you that i can't do it Mm. and so that planning gives you that feeling of hopefulness and excitement of aiming to do something so you know that every month at the end of it my salary is five thousand i put 200 away every month so that by four months i have this amount me and my children every four months we do this that makes you know that you are living your life and planning towards the things you want to do it takes some stress off you but when there's no planning on your your lifestyle and the things you want to spend on it's like you're always anxious when can i do this when, and then we do things without planning and we are always in red
0: yes but you see there are also some things you can't plan for
1: there are some things you can plan for but there are a lot of things you can plan for so some of them is also saving how do we save? I mean, this year, my club, we are doing challenges. This year, we're already on a three-tier challenge already this year to detox and exercise and sleep well to balance ourselves from all the toxic eating and all the things from last year. We're also starting a savings challenge. Everybody is getting their soup box. We are trying to encourage people to learn how to just save in 10 cities a day. And then December 15th, we're all going to break our boxes. Now putting yourself through that start teaching you a financial mindset. You know, you are learning to be honest with yourself, you are learning to be committed to yourself to save 10 CDs a day. You it, it gives you a shift of uh, mindset and hmm. money is about uh, is energy. Hmm. How we think about money is how we spend yeah. money. And so when you shift your financial also mindset. Also how we
0: attract money. Yes,
1: also how we attract money. I didn't want to use the word it's attract. Fine, go ahead. <laughs> so when you shift your financial mindset, it also shifts how you spend your money. And so if you start knowing that I'm saving towards something, it's it, changes how you spend money on things. Sometimes we, we are in car, we see things we buy, we haven't planned on buying, not because we need it. When we start becoming aware of the clutter in our homes, in our wardrobes, in our bedrooms, in our offices, everywhere, we realize we've we've spent money on things we don't really need mm. in this immediate time. So when you start doing some small budgeting and planning, it shifts how you spend money, mm. and that alone will start raising your financial mindset. Yeah. And to be financially independent, you need to change how you think about money.
0: So I heard um, somebody quite prominent; he's been in the news a lot in the past week. Um, Grant's an interview to a blogger, and he said that money is his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And even when he's sucking her, <laughs> she doesn't go.
1: You know, I just read a book. It said, Money should be your bitch. And now I've been saying, Money is my bitch. You yeah. Know? You should right? manage your money should work for me. Money yeah, is my yeah, bitch. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're afraid of money, you know, it's something else. But when you, you should know how to deal with money. It's yeah. a whole big, broad conversation. It's a whole
0: conversation. <laughs> it's a whole conversation, that conversation that the on energy phone. and the aura yeah, of yeah, money, and, money and, and all
1: that. We can't deal yeah, with that today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no. <laughs> We can't but, yeah. but I'm taking But Let's start from somewhere. Yeah, you could say money is your
0: boyfriend. Yeah. Money is my boyfriend. Money is, is my husband Man Man is now. Money is my bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so, so that's on financial planning. On financial. So, taxpayer, um, came back to say to defend himself. <laughs> taxpayer, I was just using um, examples, wasn't talking about you specifically, oh, but we don't know what he you said eat. that he doesn't eat <laughs> a lot. He only eats sometimes once a day. And then because he hasn't eaten anything, he's very hungry. Mm. Then he eats very heavy in the evening. And then it makes his stomach hurt. Yeah. So um, definitely not the best dynamics in terms of spreading out your calories for the day. So, So try to... You the breakfast, lunch, supper thing. Yeah. Some people say yeah. three times, some people say five, some people say there's so you much know, for me it's not about abstaining
1: necessarily. It's about moderation. Moderation. Yeah. You know, wellness is not about abstaining from all the things you like. Anymore, I eat everything. I eat Everything. Everything I'm a
0: foodie. I love food. But in
1: moderation. But in moderation, you
0: know. Everybody's conscious. moderation is different though, <laughs> yeah, bro. But you,
1: you, should, you should know how you are feeling. And for me, one of my goals this year is to practice my strong yoga morning and evening. Okay. You know, after 50, a lot of things change physically. And you need to you need to do a lot of toning to get yeah. certain things See, I mean the way like, you want them to be. Yeah. And so one of my goals is to invest in my yoga sessions every day on my own morning and evening. So what is it for you? If you don't have any goal at this time of the year, I would say please, just let something direct you. Let mm. something pull you. Having a goal is like a direction. It gives you focus. It takes away distractions. It it, it, it gives you inspiration. Something drives you. It you need some, to have some yeah, sort of... Yeah, of yeah. yeah. So just look at all these eight areas we've spoken about and pin down just one area you think is throwing you out of balance. Mm. And just make one small decision. Decision to change. That I will do this or I will become this in this. I'll stop this or I'll do this to improve this area. And that will will give you some form of fulfillment that I am I'm doing something to, mm-hmm. to arrive somewhere. But if you're just in it, just say a couple. Then you're just, then you are just, yeah, just yeah, yeah, in yeah. it. So let something pull you. Something give you that focus that you're going to, to arrive somewhere. And the sky is the limit i was selling i mean i was at a program just before and said everybody can can get an airplane sky is big
0: yeah so big improving ourselves
1: is not an end to be achieved that's the whole wellness thing yeah you can't end it you can always become expand better. and become yeah. better and so aim at something aim at something just as small as it can be let that be your focal point for 2024 that i'm arriving
0: at somewhere at something there's a saying um that's there's a saying that says if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Exactly. Um, Which sounds quite adventurous. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, I don't think you want to live your life not knowing knowing where you're going. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So anyway, so that's it for us um, for today. Thank you so much for listening in to Strong and Sassy. Ariel and I will be back Saturday morning, (laughs) um, Home Affairs. We're talking about couple goals. So tune in Saturday morning, 6.15. We'll be talking about different areas that you should um, focus on to make your relationships super strong for this year. A big thank you to the whole team, Mirabel, a big crispy um, supporting panelist, Kofi Hayford, who's coming up next with the overdrive. And Huh, Abeku. Abeku is trying to tell me. Oh, it's Iggy. It's not Kofi. Why did I think it was Kofi For It's Iggy who's coming up um next after us. But well, coming up next is the news. My name's is Roy Nimado I'll see you Saturday morning at 6 15. And then of course we're back here at seven o'clock on Wednesday. Um stay safe and stay tuned in.